1: Hello, chickens. This is The Fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. How's it going? Uh, They've revealed the third episode. I know we haven't even seen the second one. Um, (laughs) Chapter three of Doctor Who Flux is called Once Upon Time. Get it not once upon a time, but once upon time there's a comma and everything um and the because it's an ongoing narrative they're being very very careful with their episode description so we don't really know what's going on but uh the uh synopsis is um time is beginning to run wild on a planet that shouldn't exist in the aftermath of apocalypse the dr dan yaz and vinda oh they're gonna meet up uh face a battle to survive oh no i've spoiled it for everyone (laughs) We know they're going to meet up at some point. Um, also, I've watched the trailer for the next episode. Uh, there is obviously the trailer that it's at the end of Chapter 1, um, the trailer for War of the Sontarans, but there's a more extended one. It's about 30 seconds long uh, with Mary Seacole. Uh, she was basically um, Florence Nightingale, but better, apparently, <laughs> during the Crimean War. Um, there is a Florence Nightingale... Uh, big Finnish one set during the Crimean War. I remember it being quite depressing. Um, uh, But yes, we've got huge battlefields. We've got downed soldiers. uh, You know, the doctor running through a battlefield. There's snow, Mary Seacole, Mrs. Seacole to you. Um, And the, And the Doctor's saying, you know, you're not going to engage Sontarans in war. What what are you doing? And uh, the Sontarans says, I accept your offer of a massacre. It's quite a funny line for a (laughs) Sontaran. And then we get huge battle shots, Vinda being a bit woe about things, Dan falling down a tunnel, and there's a giant... Sontaran spaceship over Liverpool like at the end of Dan Street where his house has been sucked into a (laughs) tiny (laughs) shoebox it's smaller than a shoebox even it's like a matchbox Um, and then the Sontarans kind of, you know, they give it a bit of uh, you know Earth shall be part of the Sontaran Empire and uh, (laughs) the Doctor just stands there saying no, it won't Oh, she's so good. I love her. Um, So that's what's coming up. Uh, I'm very excited uh, in the next couple of episodes. I'm still reeling from the 900 cliffhangers. Uh, So on my last last look at it, um, one of the things that struck me was Dan says he's going to meet his friend and go out for a drink and they're going to meet on the corner of Lark Lane. Um but the house that she goes into doesn't look like it's on the corner so i don't know what she's doing there. Um the the doctor seeing things i think is interesting like being kind of like forced to look at these moments. Um are they memories or are they is she being contacted you know contact blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> from the three doctors um because yeah, it was—it seemed like the 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 bad guy was talking to her. I it was—I found it very confronting. I didn't know what was going on. Um, uh, and you know the Tardis doors moving around. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, oh, and the battleground of burnished rage. What a great name for somewhere. I loved that. Uh, I also love that the dog creatures were called the Lupari, cause um, lupus. Something or another I think that's their Scientific name um, <laughs> Whatever Because there's like Wolves and things um, uh, So yeah Lots of Lots of weirdness Going on uh, And also One thing I keep forgetting to mention Hearing the cloister bell after not hearing it for a long time. Because there was a period there where the cloister bell went off every episode. Like I felt like that dong was going on every time that TARDIS took a wrong turn. Every time, you know, the wheels were spinning, the the, <laughs> the little hammer was out and it was like, oh, the cloister bell's going. But this is like, because I haven't heard it in ages, then hearing it when the flux was coming kind of felt like it actually was a deserved um, ringing of the cloister bell, like, oh, yeah, all my doors are in the wrong place, and I'm leaking black goo, so I'm gonna ring the bell like I yeah, I feel like the cloister bell's been a bit overused and of late, but um, yeah, hearing it this time I was like, oh, I don't think I've heard it in a while or maybe I'm just imagining that. <laughs> So, uh, in the uh, Adam Richard Has a Theory group on Facebook, there are many, many theories coming thick and fast. Uh, James says, that was crazy and great. I waited until the evening to watch, as is proper. Bless you. I wish I had time to do that, but I have to watch it at 6.30 in the morning. Um, he said, I've got very little to add to what others have said. Just this Claire. She had almost no time on screen, but somehow managed to captivate and intrigue in equal measure. Great performance and a fascinating character to explore. More Claire, please. Yeah, the fact that she knew what a weeping angel was, was like, oh, yeah, this is... Uh this is not okay. I d- and also the scene where she's trying to put the keys in the door, I was just like, Oh my god, this is me when I need to go to the toilet after a <laughs> long <all> night. <laughs> You're just like, Oh my god, why why am I why am I incapable of putting a key in the door now? I'm gonna wet myself. Um Uh, James says, and one more thing, Dan succeeded in being lovely right off the bat. Nice writing and a charming low-key performance, which is unusual for a comedian. Normally, we're annoying and over the top. Um, (laughs) Damo says, I realised I don't blink when the Weeping Angels are on screen. (laughs) <laughs> so much happened in this episode. The alien race of Border Terriers was an interesting addition. Oh, yeah. I I kind of liked them, though. Um, we've had cat people. Why shouldn't we have dog people? And, you know, it worked with the thing about everyone is bonded to a human. So they are literally man's best friend. Um, or people's best friend. Man's best friend is very gender specific. Um <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I, I really liked that um, Damo says, my theory at this point is that I'll make Crystal Face <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that's now what I'm calling him um, And now Damo's also calling him that uh, It's from the Joe Martin Doctor's past Oh, absolutely um, And that's why the Doctor can't remember him at all Yeah, I think that is very much what's going on uh, And I realised, because... You know, when Yaz is asking the doctor, something's going on with you, you won't talk about it. I don't know what it is. It was only kind of then that I realised none of the other characters met the fugitive doctor. It was only the doctor who went off with Ruth. doctor. None of them know that this is part of her past. They weren't privy to her conversations with the master when she was sucked into the Matrix. Um, so, yeah, I I feel like the doctor not knowing things is a really important aspect of what's going on here. Which leads me to a message I got from Adam who is has been disappointed by the episode. He said, uh I have no theories, but I need to debrief with someone who will understand. I did not like the new episode at all. It was loud and messy and insubstantial and did not inspire any curiosity in me about anything on screen. Not even oh mate mutton chops. (laughs) his tunnels um, I'm tired of the Doctor just going what? I don't understand she has no agency in the way she's been written in this app or the previous season anyway boo now I'm one of those grumpy fans who doesn't like how they do it now but of course i will be watching every episode winking face with tongues. Any face face of tears of joy um, I know how you feel uh, that was me in season 8 um, but I think I think the Doctor not knowing stuff is actually a choice I think that's um, I think that is to make her kind of seem wrong-footed by things. And, you know, discovering she had a whole existence before she was the first Doctor is is, is discombobulating, obviously, um, and is making her feel like she doesn't know what's going on. And I, I'm really interested in this six-part series of The Flux um really messing around with that kind of thing like i i yeah i i think there is something in her not knowing and also you know because the doctor's always so kind of on the front foot of like oh i know this race and they're from there and they're from like you know especially during the david tennant era there was you know he was a little bit smug with how much he knew everything um but I think there's like the fact that the doctor is running around trying to find out about this division stuff is kind of like, I don't like not knowing things. Like, this is not okay. This is confusing for me. I, you, yeah, sometimes I might forget stuff, but eventually I work it out. And like, actually not knowing things, I think is really putting her in a position where we are meant to go, oh my God, this is this is actually a big deal for the Doctor because the Doctor knows everything and here, the Doctor knows nothing. Um, Which kind of raises the stakes a bit for me, I feel. Um, I don't know. Adam may disagree. Uh, But yeah, I feel like this is... We're getting into something here where things are... Yeah, we're we're seeing stuff that the Doctor doesn't know. So how are we meant to know that everything's going to be okay? All right. Uh, next episode, more of your thoughts and theories about the chapter one.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.